0: Welcome to Day 354 of Shaped by the Word, Season 2, the drama of Scripture, and certainly we enter into the drama of Scripture uh, when we find ourselves in the book of Revelation. Uh, not because Revelation itself is so fascinating, but as you read through Revelation, this is the summation of the biblical story, and you hear so many of the images of the Old Testament You know that ring through time and time again. And of course, you see a vision of Christ and His care for His people and His ability to sustain them, you know, in the middle of uh, uh, in the middle of great persecution and great you know trial. Uh, so it's a reminder to lift our eyes and to see, you know, to see Him. Um, we come to Revelation four. We come to a really special chapter. Uh, we're ushered into the very throne room of God, and we begin to get a glimpse of what you know, John saw that words, you know, cannot even begin to describe of the majesty and the power, uh, you know, of our God, uh, who is a creator of all things. So before we come to Revelation chapter 4, as always, we, we, we come humbly. Uh, we come in the hope of hearing, you know, God speak through his word by his spirit. Uh, we come to have our affections stirred to see, you know, the grand vision of who God is and how deeply he loves us. And, of course, to be transformed into his image for his purposes in the world. So before we read, uh, as always, we, we pause and offer ourselves in the moment uh, to the Lord. So Cindy, you mind lifting us up before we read?
1: No, <clears throat> not at all. Father, thank you so much for um, Chapter 4 today, these words that are so powerful. And we do want to acknowledge, Father, that you are worthy and that you will receive glory, honor, and power. May we just sit with those words today, knowing that you are, um, you are our God. And Father, that we um, come to you, just those who are unworthy, and yet through your Son, Jesus Christ, you've made yourself known to us, and you've brought us close, and we belong to you. So we thank you for that. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Revelation
0: chapter 4. After this I looked, and there before me was a door standing open in heaven, and the voice I'd heard first heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up here, and I'll show you what might take place after this. Once I was in the Spirit, and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it, and the one who sat there had the appearance of jasper and ruby, a rainbow that shone like an emerald encircled the throne. Surrounding the throne were twenty-four other thrones, and seated on them were twenty-four elders. They were dressed in white and had crowns of gold on their heads. From the throne came flashes of lightning, rumbles, and peals of thunder. In front of the throne, seven lamps were blazing. These are the seven spirits of God. Also in front of the throne, uh, there was what looked like a sea of glass, clear as crystal. In the center around the throne were four living creatures, and they were covered with eyes in front and in back. first living creature was like a lion. The second was like an ox. The third uh, had a face like a man. The fourth was like a flying eagle. Each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around, even under its wings. Day and night, they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and who is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory, honor, and thanks to him who sits on the throne and who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, "You' are worthy, our Lord and our God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they were created, and they have their being. so there is the, uh, the throne room uh, with a, you know the four living creatures which are a curiosity in the middle of it, and the twenty-four mm-hmm. thrones and the twenty-four elders, and of course, you know the appearance of God is is in brilliance." Uh, and precious you know in every uh every way that uh every way that you see it
2: Mm -hmm. yeah i I preached the sermon on this i guess it was a year a couple years ago i don't remember how long ago it was now but pretty much every commentator said if you want to see the richness of the old testament in this you know Mm -hmm. chapter 4 and chapter Mm 5 go back and read daniel 7 and ezekiel 1 and 2 Mm -hmm. and you'll just start to see all these images as you know daniel foresees this Son of Man, you know, who rules and reigns over all things. I mean, this is the throne room, and and I love the encouragement that Revelation four brings. That this isn't just some future reality, but right now there is one who sits on the throne and who is ruling and reigning over all things. And there's worship around the throne, you know, and just the, the we mentioned that. I mean, we've been talking about this. Revelation was was written to encourage the saints to hold on, you know, mm-hmm. in the midst of much persecution and suffering and death and trial. There is a God who sits on the throne, and when things seem chaotic, you know we see him. You know we see him ruling and reigning.
0: Uh, the psalmist reminds us, uh, even though the mountains are shaking and fallen mm-hmm. into the sea, that you know that we can be still and know that He is God, that He is ruling and reigning, and you know, and that is a you know beautiful picture here. We're introduced, you know, to a number that uh, you know we we'll hear again and again you know, in Revelation, and that's the number 12. I know 12 wasn't mentioned here, but you have 24, which Mm -hmm. is a multiple of 12. And, of course, you have, you know, in the Old Testament, you have the 12 tribes of Israel. In the New Testament, you have the 12 apostles, and you have the coming together of both the Old Testament story and the New Testament story united around the throne of God. You'll hear later, you know, the number 144, uh, which is 12, you know, times 12. And then you look at the new heavens and the new earth, and you have... Uh, you know the foundations, you know that are numbered twelve, and the doors that are numbered twelve, and of course they're identified, you know, as as the uh, the apostles and the uh, and the prophets, and it comes together as a picture of the unity of old and new, and the mm-hmm. picture of the unity of all times, you know, of God's people, you know, in in the presence, you know, in the presence of our Lord.
1: And you do have the number of the seven, the seven spirits, and seven being just a sign of completion. So there's just so much here, so much. So much visually, I would even say that I appreciate. <coughs>
0: now you have, you know, the seven, of course you have images that we've already had, the seven lampstands, mm-hmm. and, and in this sense, you know, seven spirits, you know, brought together, uh, which are the church and the church dwelling among the spirits represented right there in front of the throne of God, you mm-hmm. uh, know, the seven churches we've already heard from, which are universally all the churches, but in, in, uh, in their completeness.
2: Yeah, it's... I mean, what what a picture! I mean, he he's engaging in so many of our senses, you know. As mm-hmm. we think about, you know, what he's seeing here, but as he sees someone sitting on the throne, you know, you get the flashes of lightning, rumblings and peals of thunder. You know, I mean, you get the Sinai, just the reminder of Sinai, um, but also just the holiness of of this moment. You know that there's worship around the throne. These creatures, these mysterious creatures, they they never stop saying, "Holy, holy, holy," is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. I mean, just it's it's remarkable, you know, to, to see the worship around the throne. Um, and, and, and one of the things I, I love about this passage that you know, I'm processing and thinking about is it, it's not really, a lot of times we read this and we're, we're so curious about all the details around the throne. And the the point and everything that's being made here is about the one who sits on the throne. You know, it's, they're circling around the throne. It's never really about these creatures. It's not even really about, you know, their worship, it's about who they're worshiping and, and the rightful response of the one who's sitting on the throne. And, and I guess our response then is what do we do with the one who's sitting on the throne?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. There's so many different interpretations of these creatures and all, all of those eyes, you know, that, uh, you know, it has, so when we see the picture, it is, you know, our attention is drawn there rather than what it, their attention is drawn, you know, to the one on the throne. And John's attention is drawn to the one on the throne. And of course, that's where we should be as well. And, of course, you know, one of the more simple, you know, uh, interpretations of this is they just represent all of creation. Mm-hmm. You know, that uh, you know, everything, you know, that God has created, which is the summation, you know, of this chapter. If you look at, you know, today's chapter, you know, chapter four, uh, you see the worthiness of God as, as the creator God who has created all things. And through him, all things have their being. And all of creation here around the throne is is worshiping him. Yeah. And, of course, when these creatures, you know, as magnificent and as wonderful or as even scary as these creatures may sound, they're in complete awe of who God is, Mm -hmm. and they cannot stop saying, holy, holy, holy. And, of course, we have another number there. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, the number of three is also a number of completion. And in the language, you know, in, in the Hebrew language, you know, there was... You know, no, you know, superlative. So you can say there's someone who's holy and someone who's holier and someone who's holiest. Holy, holy, holy is the consummation of holiness, you know, found in Him, and that's certainly what these you know creatures recognize in Him.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> something that stood out to me, and I had seen it in the previous chapters, was this idea of a door too, and you know, just the hearing of, um, and I guess it's in 320 or 321. Just the door um, that is open at a response of hearing his voice and that as he goes to heaven, there is a door that is now standing open in heaven. And uh, I don't know if you want to, I mean, I'm just intrigued by it, but I love the idea of a door that opens. You know, yeah, that we'll it's just an leave that alone. Invitation. It. <laughs> no, it, it
0: is an image we've, we've already heard three times. <clears throat>
1: yeah,
0: uh, We've heard it, you know, as... Uh, uh, an invitation, you know, to come into fellowship with him, I'm standing at the door and knocking. And, of course, that, that's a door, you know, that we must open to him. Mm-hmm. And then you also hear it, you know, in, in response to the church, see, I've set before you an open door, mm-hmm. you know, which talks about that. And, and then there is this door that is opening, giving John, you know, an insight into into heaven uh, and, and so this is God inviting us into His you know, into His presence in the mm-hmm. same way. In the other image, we're inviting Him into the in, in, into our our presence mm-hmm. as He stands at the door and knocks. But this door is you know completely open, and mm-hmm. it is it is a fantastic image.
2: Yeah. A lot. I to love to how those images. I mean, as we're four chapters into Revelation, and you see God is transcendent, in a lot of these images that He draws. Our attention to our transcendent images. I mean, we're just marveling at you know the God who has no beginning, you know, mm-hmm. who has no end, who always is, and and then at the same time, it's the God who says the door is open, and you know, you mm-hmm. come in. I'll, like if I come in, I'll eat with you. It's a God who draws near and fellowships with his mm-hmm. people and is eminent. You know, and so just the 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 greatness and the glory on one hand. You know mm-hmm. that, that transcends all things and then the mm-hmm. greatness and the glory that enters into the midst and shares a table and fellowship and, yeah. and that's what we have in the person of jesus and, and mm-hmm. i'm not
0: you know sure how many times we've heard but we've heard it as a constant refrain the description of both you know of both uh, god and of and of jesus as the one who was and the one who is mm-hmm. and the one you know to come and, and of course our past is secure in him and our present is secure in him and our future you know, secure in him. So the images are beautiful all the way through. And of course, you know, tomorrow we'll read, you know, this is the glory of God in creation. Tomorrow we'll read about uh, the glory of Christ Jesus in, in redemption. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, those are the two grand works, you know, of God, creation in which he has brought all things into being and redemption in which he has brought us into relationship with himself. And uh, we we see the power of creation when he speaks and things that are not you know, come into being. We should also see the power of God, or His greater work as a work of redemption. When He speaks, and uh, you know, as Paul says, He calls the things that are not as though they were, and things that are dead as though they are alive. Which is what He does in us. He speaks, and we come to life through relationship with Him. So mm-hmm. we look forward tomorrow uh, to reading about redemption and yeah. the beautiful consummation of bringing this throne together uh, as the throne of. You know, of our Lord, uh, you know, Jesus, and, and of God, our Creator, who has bought us and redeemed us. Mm-hmm. Matt, you mind closing us with a word of prayer?
2: Yeah, let's pray. Father, we thank you for um, the encouragement of your word. Thank you that you right now rule and reign over all things. And, and Father, as we think about what it means to, to be your people, um, would we live with a, a confident trust in you? Uh, would we walk by faith, knowing that you? um, have rescued us and redeemed us. Father, we are secure in you. And so thank you for, um, thank you for the gospel. Thank you for the good news of Jesus. Um, would that shape the way that we, we live today, um, this week, the rest of our lives. Uh, Father, would you get glory from us and, and through us? And, and would you build us up? It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.